Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And this week, we are welcoming in our new uh, group of XCOM members who will be joining our executive committee come this spring when we have our uh, annual legislative uh, conference. And I am very pleased to be joined by our right now chair-elect for 23-24 and then our incoming chair, Mr. Gary Rabba of Texas. And uh, Gary is a well-known person within ACEC. You've held a lot of different positions throughout the years, and you've been a really a huge advocate for the political program for a number of years and really helped transform the PAC into what it is. And now coming on as our uh, incoming, um, well, chair-elect, elect, right after Art Barrett and then Jay Wolverton, and then you will take over from Jay. Um, it's kind of like the book Spare, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you're kind of in, you're in the safety zone. I am in the safe zone. zone. That's exactly. right. <laughs> but you know, for those of uh, of our audience who have not met you or, or don't know you all that well, uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, and kind of how you've gotten to uh, be this engaged with uh, ACC. You know, it really started um, when I was tapped uh, to go to Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. out of San Antonio. We yeah. purchased. Mom and dad started the business in 1968. Mm -hmm. And so this is the early 80s. Yeah. And I got tapped to go run that office in Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. after the acquisition. And, you know, when you're in Austin, that's the state capital of Texas. Mm -hmm. So politics is just constant, even yeah. though the legislature only meets every other year. There's a lot of committee assignments. And um, being a second generation engineer has been really kind of fun. Uh, dad, dad has his PhD in geotechnical engineering. Mine's a doctorate of engineering, but it's more business oriented. And I think I've said on this cast before, this is all about the business of engineering. And ACEC is the only trade association that's out there that does what we do for the business aspects of our business of engineering, yeah. all the engineering companies. So it's an easy, it's just an easy thing to fall into. It's an easy thing to give your heart and soul to and, 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 continue to foster growth and, and education amongst and advocacy amongst all of our members. You know, it's an interesting time to come on to XCOM. I mean, we have been as far as it goes for infrastructure. I mean, this is still the bell of the ball to an extent from uh, from a legislative perspective. You've got the implementation of the bipartisan infrastructure law. And of course, everybody's looking towards reauthorization. I mean, really, ACAC is the time to shine for the organization. Uh, where, where do you see and where do you want ACEC to be in the next, now with the 118th Congress just starting up, you know, and, and, and moving forward? Well, I think we have to keep the pressure on. Now we've got the, the programs funded. Now we have to keep the pressure on actually letting the projects, getting the projects out of the, off the books and put it out in reality, get it out and be letting, get it out to the design firms, get it out to the contractors, get it to the trades. Because mm -hmm. this really is something that's going to affect and, and positively all nature of our industry of construction, build, design, construct, maintain. It's gonna impact a lot of families just beyond what we have within the engineering community. So it's to keep the pressure on that, make sure we do that. And I think too, it's gonna to be really important at the state level. And that's where our MOs come into importance. Our member organizations, our 50 states that we have in part of our federation. We've got to ensure that those states are investing in themselves as well. Because mm -hmm. remember, a lot of the IJA is just going to be on the federal yeah. projects. So each state has got water problems. They've mm -hmm. got electrical distribution problems. They have their own state transportation issues. They've mm -hmm. got flooding and drainage problems. They've got environmental problems. The ones along the coast have got, quite frankly, hardening. What are they going to do to the coastal protection, the coastal restoration? 
for some of the storms that we're starting to see yeah. develop in, in the, yeah, the coast on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rains in California and the, and the hurricanes yeah. on the central and Gulf and uh, East Coast. So I think it's a two-pronged approach. We've been successful at the national level. Now we need to bring that down to the state level and yeah. make sure the states, we're able to get the states to understand they need to invest in themselves as well. Yeah. And now that they have that, at least they have the long-term certainty for a, a multi-year you know, infrastructure bill. Um, and hopefully, you know, Congress doubles down and actually continues the investment and, and, and builds off of what they did with the bipartisan infrastructure law. You know, the states should be more willing to know that if there is that federal money out there, at least that for, for or at least you know, the language to determine you know, exactly how this is going to be done, that they will invest in their own programs. But the importance there is, of course, having the MOs in a position where they can adequately and effectively advocate on behalf of the industry. Um, and that that is really the importance of the federation that we have and, and everybody working together in unison with a, with a kind of a common goal and a common message. Um, you know, in your mind, coming in as 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 a, as a future chair, how do you want ACEC to communicate that message? How how do you want the MOs to kind of engage in 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 echoing and amplifying what we're doing here at National? You know, I think we're doing a good job on a national basis. We've got a good advocacy program from the, the everything we have from our magazine to the podcasts that we're doing and the outreach programs that we're doing nationally. And we're teaming up with other trade associations. You know, we're teaming up with our peer associations and getting the word out about infrastructure. Now we just need to take that and distill it down to, our, to the state level. And it's, again, it's just a mimicking, but of a smaller scale. Yeah. What are they doing? Some of our MOs are already doing that. Then they're doing a knockout job. Others, we need to try to help. And, and one of Art Barrett's MO uh, uh, strengthening program mm-hmm. that he has, you know, it's not only about the organizational stuff, but how can they become more impactful? Yeah. And I think if we keep that alive and keep that um, sustainable within the organization, the whole MO strengthening program, we're going to accomplish that because yeah. we're going to help the ones that need the help. Not all MOs are created equal. They're, mm-hmm. they're staffed differently. They have different bucket of resources to pull from. But I think as a national organization, it behooves us to continue to advance the business of engineering. And if we do that, that's going to advance innovation. That's going to advance a lot of these things that we're talking about with respect to decarbonization of the whole construction and build uh, industry. So it's just taking what we have nationally, focusing it on the local level, and then helping our MOs do that demonstrate yeah. program. Now, we mentioned the political program earlier, but I think for, for anybody out there who has not do, you know, been an active member of the PAC or, or is, is kind of you know, on the fence, right? Um, you know, what's your message to those members you know, on why it's so important that ACAC has a strong political program to back up the advocacy that it does? Well, first, first, you just I just have to say thank you to everybody that's participated, whether it's five dollars or five thousand dollars, regardless of what you did. Thank you for what you've done, because it has allowed us to communicate to the decision makers with the, in the, in the Senate and the House and to communi- communicate more frankly to, at the state level to those that understand that the nation needs an improvement in itself. If it doesn't invest in itself, it's not going to we can't get better yeah. if we don't invest in ourselves. I think the key thing with respect to the advocacy program is that this past year, um, it's all about relationships. And we were able to cement relationships. We were able to do things through our independent expenditure pack, where, or we had members do private dinners with some elected officials just to, to show and just to reinforce, we like what you're thinking. We say, thank you for supporting infrastructure programs. 
Thank you for supporting investment in ourselves. And as our advocacy program grows, I think what I want to see is I want to see more local engagement at the state level. Um, state level is it should never, ever be forgotten about. Nationally, we need to keep it up. Um, we're, we've got it's driven down to the MOs anyway to figure out who they want to to the elected officials at the congressional or the Senate level, yeah. who they do and who they do not want to support. I think we have to realize we can't give to everybody. Yeah, uh, we have to be focused on what we do. And if we take keep taking this pro focused approach, I think we win yeah. and we win by getting more investment into the U.S. economy. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that work that's been done both at the state level and the national level from advocacy and then also the political program. It seems like the, a lot of the groundwork that's been laid is now starting to bear fruit. Uh, you mentioned the work that we're doing with our other trade associations, APWA and ASC, with this engineering uh, public works roadshow. It, it seems like all that work to kind of build and forge those relationships have now, you know, the door is now open. We're having two-way conversations with the White House. We're having conversations with uh, administration folks about different investments. And and the only thing that we can do is double down on those relationships and strengthen them and build them and foster them for future uh, for when, you know, you do have another election or you do have, uh, as we're seeing right now, the shakeup in committee assignments, rosters, in the House, that those relationships that you make, that you yeah. yeah, and you know, I think Jeff, you know, referring back to our peer trade associations, I think one of the things I've been most happy to see over the last ten years is recognizing we're not competitors. Yeah, we need to we need to play together, and we need to be that thoughtful about how and how and what we speak, mm -hmm. what's the messaging that yeah. we're giving to the elected officials and the people that are the decision makers. Yeah, and I think people, I think the other trade associations are starting to see that. Yeah, we're no longer we all have our space. Mm -hmm. We're all serving our space very well. Yeah. But in aggregate, we're still serving the engineering profession. Yeah. So let's let's just let's forget about what my my boundary line is or my sandbox. Mm -hmm. We're all in the same profession. Yeah. Let's improve the profession at the at the base level, but the education experience or whatever it be. And then let's improve what the everybody that we have in the profession is able to go to exactly. and invest. It's raising that essential value of the industry, the profession, everybody working together to make America a better country and to, to really just revolutionize how we invest, build, and, 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 and just improve. A, a common voice will win. Yeah. A, diff, a fractured voice or voices are just not going to win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, we have a, a lot to look forward to. We have a, a, a busy year ahead, 2023, and then coming into, you know, looking ahead for, for your chairmanship, I think it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be prime time to, to look at reauthorization and all these different things. So And a new budget. And a new budget, yeah, <laughs> and a new budget, exactly. So there's going to be a lot, you know, to look forward to. Um, so enjoy two days of boot camp for an organization you're very well familiar with, but um, it, it'll be good to uh, to meet everybody and, and, and trade ideas. And I would say in closing, if, if you're a small business owner, yeah. This is not an organization. It's about super big companies. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. it's about small businesses. And I, I can't remember the number about. Oh, it's, it's over eighty percent. It's eighty percent of a vast number. Is, yeah, is and so uh, you know yeah. uh, where we are, we fit in that middle area, that middle range. Mm -hmm. But what we take away from it, and what I think my peers, at least in Texas, that have small business, take away from it, yeah. is totally invaluable. Yeah, to the running of the business, the peer, the peer network that you're making. Yeah, if anything else, but. Um, and we're here for everybody. We're yeah. not just here for a certain sector of our, our membership. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, our, our focus is serving the entire industry. That's whether that's a small firm, 
you know, and and or a, or a small family firm uh, such as yours, or you know, the large. We used to be a small family. Firm. Well, now, now, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but that's another example. I mean, remember ACC? You start off as a small family firm, and now you're growing. So yeah, it's it's that business uh, business edge. So um, you know, it's it, it's great to have you, and uh, thanks for coming on the program. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And again, uh, very pleased to be joined by Gary Rob, our uh, chair elect elect for uh, uh, 2425 uh, on the executive committee. And this has been Engineering Influence Podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. We'll see you next time.